what it is. How's it going, everybody? Today, we're gonna be doing our Valentine's Day special. That's right, we're gonna be talking about the love, the romance, some crazy stories. It's gonna be a fun time. So if you wanna listen to what we're talking about, listen on in and to what we're gonna do, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and tune on in to the first ones to die. Hey everyone, welcome to the First Ones to Die podcast. Love is in the air. I, I don't know why it gets so weird when I'm doing Either this. Is that a heartbreak? It's one of the two on Valentine's Day. <laughs> the love Both or the singles awareness uh, uh, day on Valentine's Day. Um, well, it is our Valentine's Day episode, but before we get into everything, my name is Jonathan. I'm here with Alex and Jerome. Alex, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Just looking up random stuff online because that's honestly what I do with my time nowadays. And just, <laughs> yeah, pretty much right now. I'm taking a little break. I'm actually looking for a beta reader for my book. So I'm moving forward more with that. I'm super excited. Hey. Yeah, I'm very proud. What about you, I will you, be Jerome? the first in line to buy. No. I'm not going to be the uh, first one to die. I'm going to be the first one to buy. <laughs> Sometimes you're a dork, Jonathan. Boo. Boo like, I love man. the support, but like <laughs> that inner bully, like it's it's fighting. We should, have, fighting we should right just have spinoff channels. The first one to buy where we talk about, you know, um, what we're selling. The first one to cry where we just talk about like our emotions. The first one to. I don't have emotions. Anyway, Lauren, actually just... said, Lauren actually said that one time. <laughs> like, there is, like, something that happened I... when we were working at the Science Center. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, you don't have to get so angry about it. I'm like, it's okay. Or, uh, no, somebody called me emotional. And she got upset over it um, in my, in for me. And she's like, you can't call Alex emotional. She doesn't even have emotions. And I'm like, that hurts. And she's like, no, it doesn't. I'm like, I'm fine it doesn't but still <laughs> there's like, a part of me that what does I just said? So. no it doesn't i'm like no it really actually doesn't and i kind of just sat back so she was angry for me she did the emotions for me but still <laughs> i don't know the point i was trying to make go uh, on <laughs> no go ahead jerome what is what has your day slash week slash month been like i've been fine i've been uh <laughs> not really doing much i've been uh, reading comic book. That's pretty much it. You reading a new one or anything? Um, right now I'm reading all the milestone comic stuff. Uh, and then I'm also reading a new like crime one by uh Ed Brubaker called The uh, Reckless. It's pretty good. And uh, and then I also am reading more Wonder Woman. Being a lot more okay. Wonder Woman. And Wonder okay. Woman adjacent stuff, because I've also been reading Nubia too. Nubia and the Amazons. So, you know, got a lot of stuff I'm reading. Awesome. awesome. And the new Peacemaker comic just came out. I just picked that up. Um, they are trying to, they are banking hard on Peacemaker since the show came out. Like, Peacemaker is everywhere. He's in like all the, he's on, on all the Suicide Squad covers, because he's currently on the, 
Mark's current run of Suicide Squad. He's now got his own book with Black Label. And now he's got, um, I'm sure they're going to like start publishing all of his old comics again. So he's everywhere. Nice, nice. Where are you, Jonathan? What's going on with you? How's your life? Well, I'm just over here melting because it's almost been in the 90s the last couple of days, or today and tomorrow, I guess. Uh, so we had a very short-lived winter, um, which was a thing. Um, I didn't get to bust out. We were talking earlier. Um, I, I barely got to bust out my sweaters. So... Um, yeah, and I uh, had my live stream as well with Hit Record for the Virtual Monuments Project, which was a lot of fun. Uh, the projects are getting released throughout uh, last week, I guess it would be. And um, so, yeah, doing that, working, um, Gibson. Yeah. Gibson. <laughs> Gibson, that's uh, it. <laughs> really quick for the Hit Record um, project. There is a link in our Instagram, and I will attach one also to our Twitter, so people can go and check it out. Um, there was originally a story, and I meant to make a post about it, and then I actually had to go do my job, my day job, so I didn't get to complete that. That's all right. But I will post an actual post so people can follow the link and go watch those projects, because it is. It was very, your live was very good. There was some technical issues, I won't lie. <laughs> but I believe, as you said, the uploaded version now is a more clean cut. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. There is a, a, a cleaner version on the website, the Hero Record website. So, yes. Um, so I guess we should transition to our topic of the day. If you are listening to this on Monday when we uploaded it, it is currently Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day slash, like I mentioned, happy Singles Awareness Day or whatever you like. Happy Valentine's Day to yourself because you got to have love to yourself before you have love for anybody else. All right. So either way, you're celebrating. Okay. Is that why I'm still single? (laughs) I Listen, only you can answer that, Alex. We don't have... Love yourself, Alex. Oh my God, you guys really went quiet so hard. That that reminds me of that vine of the kid. I love myself. Even though I look like a burnt chicken nugget, I still love myself. I say that a lot more than I should probably because I think it's hilarious. That little kid was so cute. (laughs) It was adorable. It was adorable. Um, so I believe (laughs) transitioning from that, uh, I believe Jerome has an article for us that we're going to read slash discuss. I have not read this article yet. Uh, I believe Uh, Alex has read it a little bit. I I have not read it at all. Actually. I just found the article. So I also am fresh to this, uh, information. So I'm Um, the only one that does the footwork apparently. (laughs) I thought we were going to read it like live and live, you know, we're you gotta tell me that. You gotta verbalize it. I assumed you just didn't want to be blindsided, so I guess. No, you said how about we? Hey, go on, go on. Okay, okay, Um, let's do it. Let's do it. But uh, but uh, yeah. So this comes to us from uh, thepeak.ca, um, and it is called titled "The Top Ten Worst Valentine's Day Dates." I thought it'd be fun for us to talk about the absolute worst valentine's day experiences 
um, from certain people. And uh, all of them have clever titles. So we're just going to run through a few. I don't know if we'll get through all of these because, you know, it depends on how long we feel like this episode should be. That's fair. Um, but we'll go. Alex, do you have any specific ones that uh, in your reading that you think we should hit first? And because uh, we don't have to go in order. We can just. I think we should definitely hit the first one first because we are all single. Um, and then I just want to do because I just like the title of what number nine is. Okay. So I say one and nine, and then the rest is just. Let's hit number one. This one is entitled Your Aggressively Single Friends. <clears throat> Your single friends will probably just mind their business on Valentine's Day because, shocker, it's just another weird cash grab hetero holiday. Your aggressively single friends. Like, you're aggressively single friends? Oh boy, get ready for the weeks of we don't need to be in relationships, we could take each other out. Or, I just call February 14th by myself chocolate day. Or even worse, I love finger banging myself to fictional anime that voice. That escalated quickly. Oh my goodness. Wow. Of I, don't, I got hit upside the head. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't recall that part. That's the very first one. Holy shit. That got way, that escalated way higher than I thought it would. Was that the end? No, hold on. Just know that if you get invited to a Valentine's Day adverse wine night, your cue to leave is when the first person starts crying and doom swiping on Tinder. You're better off going home, crawling into bed, and not so unironically listening to Love Story by Taylor Swift. That was it. How does that make the list? That was not even a date. That's just. <laughs> so these are about the people. That's just an opinion. <laughs> See, this is what I meant when I read that article. And I told you that it's not about the dates. It's about like the people you go on these dates with or the people that are like are on Valentine's Day. Those type ah, of people. Ah, I see. So that's why I was like, it's not about the actual date. This is about like the person you'd go on the date with. And. We all, I don't know about you guys, but I definitely have a friend who's like that. Um, she is very about like Valentine's Day and it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to be alone again. Ha ha. It's like, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how to contribute to the conversation because I don't care. I do like February 15th because that's when I buy discount candy. Of course. Chocolate goes yeah. on sale. It's right? It's like half price. For me, but, I am not this... I'm not this person that uh, you had just described February. I just stay in my own lane. <laughs> February 14th is just another day for me. I don't need to make mention of it to anybody else unless they make mention of it to me. So I... I talk about it, but only in the sense of making conversation. Like with people I know who are in relationships. Like, like oh, doing anything do for, Valentine's for Valentine's Day? Like that sort of thing. But not in a, in a way of like, oh yeah, you know, but me though, I'm single. I'm just going... Mosey on down to the local local winery and you know and, and get lit. <laughs> I don't think of I think of honestly the Saint uh Saint Valentine's Day massacre that happened in Chicago without Capone's gang. And then I was talking to somebody else who brought up that um Saint Valentine's died on like February 14th. So technically this was a celebration of his death. And people turned it into love. I don't know. And I was like, I didn't even know St. Valentine's was like a real person. 
But he was apparently arrested marrying, like, marrying certain people, like, various Christians to other various Christians, because I think that was the biggest deal back then. Um, and they, like, cooked him. Also, I love, this speaks more to just the person writing this article. I love that it said, it, it refers to Valentine's Day as specifically a hetero holiday. And that's not true. It's like, <laughs> like at least, you know, the traditional way that at least in the, the Western uh, ideology behind Valentine's Day, it's whoever you're in love with is who you're going to spend your Valentine's Day with. Regardless of the if you're in a heterosexual or I, I can homosexual see what they, relationship. I can see what they mean by it being a hetero holiday. Because the only time I see people freak out about it, they tend to be in a hetero relationship. It's such <laughs> like a big deal. And I never understood it. Um, so and I don't see what they mean by the, hetero holiday. I guess with all the media and stuff, it is usually like... That's like true. Immediate commercials, any, like, stuff, com- yeah. yeah, commercials and now, like movies. And, now and you stuff get like a like movie here or there, or like a commercial here or there with um a queer couple. But with yeah, it's mainly a hetero holiday, honestly. And you know that tends to also be the crazy people who are like, I'm all alone. Although I feel alone. like I I watch a lot of TV, not a lot, but I watch commercials, and I haven't seen a lot of Valentine's Day commercials this year. And I feel like last year, you know what it is. Yeah, you know why? Because the reason is we're still in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> you don't need to be going out to the Applebee's to celebrate no damn Valentine's Day right now. You need to be at home. But what about okay. commercials for like DoorDash or something? Like, have it spend Valentine's Day. I'm not gonna lie, Jonathan. Let me answer you. Th- let, let me ask you this: Do you think DoorDash is a valent is a very romantic thing to do? Have a third man or woman probably, come over real quick I, I and just deliver cold DoorDash. food. Well, you just order was... DoorDash and pretend you made it. Well, <laughs> that's a, that's actually a good idea. You're just like lying that at that of, point. You're just lying. I feel, I feel like I see that in a lot of like sitcom plots. Like, right? Oh, like the, the person going to find the out kitchen. whether or not I made it. And then that's they open always open the trash. Plots, yeah. They like they throw and, away the trash and look there it is. There's a the container. There's all the also, why are you why are you looking so hard in somebody's trash? Just throw away <laughs> your garbage and close it. Why are you staring in there? And they often dig in there too. Here's the thing, though. I'd be flattered. Look, look DoorDash. Like I, I DoorDash, would think it's cute. <laughs> DoorDash does have a thing up for Valentine's Day, if you can see that. I mean, I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying <laughs> that I might order food on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it, I think uh, if it was me, if I was dating a girl and she was like, "Yeah, come over, I'll cook for you." And then I, you know, and then I accidentally find out that she didn't really cook. She like ordered some food or something and threw it away. I would think that's cute. It's like, oh, like, no, she can't necessarily cook. Or maybe something just went wrong with the dish. But she spent money on you. But well, she like had still had the like, you know, thought about me enough to at least try and do something nice. And she spent money on you. And she spent money. So it's like (laughs) it spent money on me. So it's like I can't be mad at her. And just be like, how dare you not cook for me and it be authentic? Get out of here. <laughs> like, and leave I the room. <laughs> wouldn't be offended, but like, I need to know your cooking skills. The person I end up with, I need to know your cooking skills because I need to know if I'm going to be cooking or if I'm going to be like getting this like bland food or like you grew up somewhere where they use mostly like, like 
the South where you guys or, use a lot of fat. Or if you need to. And I'm to, like, I can't that do that. depends on the or, person. Because I don't like to use a lot of fat. Like, I like to trim my fat. I'm not going to lie. Just or if you need <laughs> to eat beforehand and then when you get there, be like, oh, I'm, I'm full. I, ooh, I'm full. I can't, I can't eat another bite. It's <laughs> so good. Okay, but Jonathan... See, that ain't going to fly. Like, if a girl, like at least as most of the girls I know, if she cook for you, it don't matter if you full or not. You eating that damn food. At least it's a like bite. That's, 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 <laughs> that's true. Like, you go to a Mexican household, you, you will eat. Yeah, that's right. They ain't no, ain't no I'm hungry. not hungry. It, it is either yes or yes. Those are your options. <laughs> well, then eat it. Bring your dog. <laughs> And then when they're not looking, I was slip thinking the dog that too. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I'm like, oh, go on a date with somebody who has a pet, so you can just like hand it over underneath. <laughs> and then they'd, they'd be like, why does my dog's mouth smell like turkey and gravy? I, I'm not gonna lie. See, but this depends on your goals, right? Because if your goal is to like be with this person like forever, yes, you absolutely need to know their cooking skills. But if you was looking for like a, a a Valentine's night hookup, like it don't matter if you can cook or not. I'm not going to see you ever again. <laughs> so, or at least the plan is probably not to see you ever again. So see, that doesn't work for me because being asexual, I'm definitely not looking for a hookup. <laughs> and two, like if I'm going to spend the night with you, I'm probably going to try to put up with you later. If I can't put up with you for night, I'm definitely not putting up with you later. I make judgment calls real quick. It is a flaw and a red flag, everybody. But I do. Uh, also, I say that the- like I have a like I have an experience of ha- like having a bunch of one night stands, which I don't. <laughs> Read the next one, <laughs> number nine. Go well, ahead. I was going to say before you get to the next one, do you guys remember like taking it back to elementary school and Valentine's Day? Do you guys remember how lit Valentine's Day used to be on elementary school where you would make the little, well, we, this is what we used to do all the time in elementary school. We would make like little envelopes, like huge envelopes, not, not little envelopes, but big envelopes, big enough to hold something. And everyone would bring in their like little uh, paper Valentines with Jimmy Neutron on it from Rite Aid. And then with the candy in it and then address one to everybody in the class and then hand them out uh, during the day. Did you guys yeah, used to do that? I used to do that. Yeah, we did something like that. Uh, it wasn't as fun because I went to the private Baptist school. So it was very frowned upon to do stuff like that. But like they did it. They allowed you to. You had to have everything for everybody, of course. But like mm-hmm. it was weird. It, was it set a bad precedent too. because then they, they don't tell you that the reality is the older you get, the less you better hope you have somebody to give you a Valentine's because you ain't getting nothing on your Valentine's Day. Well, no that's more. why they were like, From you better this appreciate forward. it now. I mean, they helped me keep expectations low. Like, like future partners. Let it be so. known. If you going to be single, you going to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting no Valentine's Day gifts no more. I mean, growing up to the school and church like I did, their precedence was like, oh, you're a woman, your goal is to like get married. So like technically they planned for me to like marry somebody. And of course I had to rebel. I'm not doing that shit. What about the Johnson boy who's two doors down? He's a nice young man and he's Christian. Are we in the 1940s? <laughs> yeah, I like got a like flashback to the church. I was like, <laughs> it was the, it was mainly the voice that got me. The it was a lot of boy. things that go. 
We're going to move <laughs> on. <laughs> number nine. Go read number nine. Before you give me like tra- my trauma comes back. <laughs> number nine. Number nine. Super Mario. Oh, no. See, see, I don't what, know why I like that see what they did there? Anyway. That's a good time. <clears throat> You know what sounds Is like that a good better Valentine? or worse than the first ones? Anyway. I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say, is that better or worse than uh, what did I say earlier? The first ones to buy. Anyway, go ahead, Jerome. <laughs> you know, it sounds like a good Valentine's Day idea: going over to someone's house, lying sexily on their bed, and then watching as they strip to their undergarments. Uh, undergarments, thank you. <laughs> undergarments. And you guessed it, game. <laughs> If you go out with a gamer, chances are you're used to someone playing games with your emotions. Perhaps someone used to using codes and inputs just to cheat, quote unquote. That's italicized, but you know. Whatever. I also, I also feel like this article may have been written by somebody who's a little bitter. <laughs> very, very bitter. <laughs> Try not to get too jealous about or their either, romancing. Either they're, either they're bitter or in a new relationship after being single for a long time because they're like. Ha, you single no, people. This was a taste of like <laughs> No, this person's person. bitter. They've been this through This person's like bitter. But to be fair, this sounds like a person's bitter because they've had nothing but terrible like partners. <laughs> like the worst yeah. of the worst. They've had the legion of doom of 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 exes. On that on that gaming note, I did see um, Hold on, I wasn't on, finished too. Oh, so okay, just anyways. just like, <laughs> Like, try not to get too jealous about them romancing a pixelated person in a video game while you're there. It's only fair they give their attention to both of their dates, of course. Just remember to have your protection ready before hard drives start heating up. You don't want to catch any viruses. Boo! Boo this man! Boo! That was terrible! He saw the opportunity he took it. He shouldn't have, but he did. I'm going to address the gaming part. And I'm going to ignore that last sentence or two. So <laughs> I did see a recently, I think it was today on either TikTok or Instagram, whatever. Um, it was a girl who brought her date or her boyfriend, one of the two. And they did uh, VR, like a VR room or whatever. And they were fighting zombies uh, in the VR room. And that seemed like a lot of fun. That's, that seemed like it could be a, a cool um, date idea. I think that sounds like fun. And when if you do a video game together, the whole point is like to be together. Right. Um, you have a common just... objective. Yeah. Now, here's the here's the thing though. I will get I will give it this. If you're going to be cuz I've thought about this a lot. Um one time me and my parents when I was a kid, I think I was like 16, we were having a conversation about that, about like gamers. Um cuz that's when it started becoming a thing where it's like that became a job of just I my job is I sit down and play video games and I record it and put it on YouTube and make money. And we were talking about the levit- uh the legitimacy of that and they were like who like well who will be with that person who just like plays video games all day? I'm like someone else who plays video games all day. Um but I mean now we've seen that that's not necessarily the case. But I think it's like if you're going to be a gamer professionally um cuz you know doing it as a hobby is like different but most people that are like hardcore gamers and do it as a job of some kind it's like you know all it is is a conversation with your partner and then it makes it a lot easier when you hit those valentine's day days or anniversaries or special occasions that gaming is probably perfectly fine as like a date option 
Night night. I've seen like videos of people like with in relationship with gamers and then they are kind of mean about them gaming. And I'm always like, that's shitty because gaming, whether you're making money off of it or not, it's something they're clearly enjoying and investing in. So that means they're like really into it. And that's something that's part of them. And then all you do is complain about that part of them. That's like kind of crappy, you know? And there are ones that are like, oh, don't date a gamer because you'll never see them. You can partake. You can game. You guys could work to find a game. Or like, mm-hmm. um, sometimes like when my sister games, she likes to just have somebody in the room. Because I'm not very good at like uh, first person games. Mm-hmm. Or I like, you know, I'm like the retro person. I like the Super Mario, Spyro, um, Sonic. James Bond. Wait, which I've James Bond? I've never played, played James Bond. Because there's a lot it of does. James Bond games. That's why I asked that. Well, well, there's a lot of Mario games, too. Yeah, but when yeah. most people say Super Mario, even the new ones are still very retro in build and style. Yeah, but they always to assume Mario Kart for some my, reason. And I hate Mario Kart. Who assumes Mario Kart yeah. when you Everybody, say Super Mario? Everybody, if you mention <laughs> Super Mario, people are like, oh, like Mario Kart. No, I hate Mario. I hate driver games. Mario Kart's am, fun, though. Mario Kart's but I, super dope. But growing, I thought you, I was just asking, do you mean like GoldenEye? Because GoldenEye, GoldenEye is up, like GoldenEye the GoldenEye was my game. The Golden yeah. Game. It's classic. Um, yeah. In fact, they remade, uh, they put out a version of GoldenEye where they remade it, but they put Daniel Craig James Bond in it instead of Pierce Brosnan James Bond like in the original. And they updated well, the graphics, they, too. Next up, but, they don't have to put Idris Elba because... <laughs> I still, oh, I still don't James agree Bond with Idris Elba being James Bond. I'm sorry. Well, they haven't, they haven't officially chosen. I don't think, but he's. I think been they said like, he's in talks. For years, he's been, yeah, he's been. And like, then, the, yeah, fans have wanted it. Uh huh. I still don't think I, it makes a whole lot of sense, but. <laughs> like, but that's I just me. Wish <laughs> they pick a younger guy. Well, Tom Holland is also in talks, and he's British in real life. So people have been talking about I, him being in talks to be James Bond. Maybe if as a maybe James Bond, Bond had like, a nephew. You know. Maybe if James Bond had well, a nephew. Well, it's been talks of Tom Holland being young Bond, like in his early days, like early, early. Because <laughs> that's the thing. People are like, well, he might be play a young James Bond. I'm like, oh, you mean like Casino Royale, where they already did that? Because <laughs> Daniel Craig's James Bond starts where he is. It's his first mission as a double O is that movie. Didn't so. they just have him like a, a new one? Hey, this kid's smart. He advanced, you know? <laughs> this is a new James Bond. This is new 007. It doesn't have to be James A new 007. I want Henry Cavill as James Bond. And in fact, he was supposed to, like he was in talks to be James Bond, but they went with Daniel Craig instead because Henry Cavill at oh. the time was too young. They thought he was too young to play him. But I'm like, That's it's been a couple years thing. now. He's a lot older. He looks the part. Like, so he could probably do it now. He, I think Henry Cavill, because of The Witcher, he's a little too muscular now for James Bond. That's, Maybe. That's what I'm thinking. He's, a, he's he someone to fit he's the very, suit right. Yeah. You, you know, you can't have somebody busting out the suit. Yeah. He's a big he's, guy. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's a pretty big guy now. Yeah, he's he's huge. Well, ever since Superman, he got that way. Like, Superman is when he bulked up and he was just enormous. And he stayed that way ever since. Because then he did, because then he found more, he could do more nerdy roles. 
Yeah. The buffering I mean, phase. he does look like a fighter slash barbarian for a straight out of the pages D and D. So, <laughs> although although he did do a movie kind of like uh, James Bond, the what was it called? He I did the Man from Uncle. Man from he Uncle. He also was in Mission so, Impossible too. So, mm-hmm. so he's done. He's familiar with the spy genre. Mm-hmm. Let's put yeah, somebody who Man from Uncle was awful. I liked it, but that was the movie where I was like, see, Henry Cavill can do spy. Like, he's suave, he's cool. Like, I think he could do it. That's my opinion. That whole movie was just bad, though. (laughs) Um, Uh, Anyway, what were we talking about? Going to the next one. But uh, yeah, yeah, gamers, that was, uh, you know. Also, uh, to your point, Alex, I was going to bring up. Also, there's a whole channel literally built for girls who may not be gamers but have gamer boyfriends called uh girlfriend reviews if you haven't seen it it's become hugely popular in very little amount of time but the whole premise of the of the reviews is that they're game reviews but from the perspective of what is it like to be a girlfriend of a gamer and would this game be good for you to just like be in the room and just watch even if you're not playing and stuff there like are, that there are those people that you know one person in the relationship is like a hardcore gamer. The other person couldn't couldn't, couldn't care less, less about gaming. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then the one time, you know, they join in on the video game. The other person's like, they, they just turn into a, 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 an insane person. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. It was AAB, not AAC. Like... Well, that's see, that's that's an issue of the person though, because like I used to be like yeah. that when I was a kid, but as I've gotten older, I realized like not everybody is a gamer, so not everybody's gonna pick up how to hold a controller and press the buttons correctly and everything, especially if it's their first time playing video games. Like, although you you, know? you do get, the, I'm I'm sorry, I'm gonna call you out for a second. No, go ahead. You do get that <laughs> some way when we're like talking about movies and things. And you're like, oh, it's this director. I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, oh, see, this director. They've done this and this and this and that's this. Different. And how because do you not know them? Because they've done this. Because they we won watched the same movie together. <laughs> yeah, we watched, I watched the movie. I don't go delving into the back history. But yeah, you'll do that. So, and you're like, oh, they directed this and they won this award. How do you not know, know who they are? They won an Oscar. And I'm like, I don't watch the award show. I watch the beginning part. I like the outfit. <laughs> No, um, I think I think it's yeah. I think people should be more patient with with video games when it comes to having your partner be. The only thing that pisses me off is when you and I've I've had these arguments where there's some women who are like, I don't want my boyfriend ever play video games. I'm not going to date anyone who's a gamer. And at first, I'm like, oh, because you're not into video games. That's cool. Whatever makes sense. And they're like, no, I don't want my man to tell me about how many points they got on GTA or whatever. I'm like. So wait a minute, you don't want to date a gamer because you don't want to be interested in his hobbies? <laughs> like, you don't want him to talk to you about the things he's interested in, but you want him to listen to you talk about the things you're interested in? That's selfish and rude. I I think I would date a gamer mainly because I like to be by myself so much. And like, they could be playing a game and I could just be over here. We can be in the same room, but I don't have to talk to them. So don't like having to hold up a conversation so much with a person. I think that would kind of be nice. And then, like you mentioned, they have, it's, you know, their interests, so they'll talk about it. I talk about the most random shit, too. So <laughs> they got to sit there and listen to me babble on. Because, like, there was a couple nights ago, my insomnia got really bad. And I, my mom called me, and we were just talking a minute. 
She's like, oh, is it your anxiety? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's just the insomnia. My brain's kind of running. She's like, oh, what are you thinking about? I'm like, the ocean. And I started going off all these facts about the ocean. And she's like, are you okay? I'm like, no. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm thinking about, it's not, I'm not thinking about a bad day. I'm not thinking about that. I'm just thinking about the ocean. I was thinking about Nemo Point, the furthest distance from the land. And I went on to these whole bunch of facts. My mom's very nice. She listened to me. And I, if I were to ever find a partner, that's definitely something. They got to withstand my rambles about the most useless topics in fact. And I could do the same for a gamer person where they can ramble off their scores and stuff. And I'll listen as long as you're excited about it. I love listening to stuff. I hate to say it, Alex, but you're just describing a normal relationship. Everybody, (laughs) everybody, uh, no matter what relationship you're in, it just has to be a thing where you both agree that you will be an interest, like you will, you, you know, you're willing to be interested in what the other person's interested in, whether that be, you know, games, books, TV shows, sports, you know. I think it rephrase, that's what a relationship should be. That's what, it, yeah, I mean, that's what a relationship, that's true. <laughs> that's be. what a relationship should be. As we were just stated, well, because, clearly it's not always. Because the thing is, is that, like, like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? If, you, if all you guys do is have sex and that's it, that's not a relationship. You, you'd be surprised how many I'm sure there no, I'm sure there are a lot of relationships that that is all there is. And that's called a friend with benefit. And you should dictate it that way. Hey, don't call them your girlfriend because they're not. Y'all don't go nowhere together. Y'all don't do anything except get down in the bedroom. I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> Let's go to the pick next an, one. Let's pick another number. Thing. Moving on. Uh, I'll pick. Oh, I thought you wanted me to. Pick no, d- no, go ahead, Jonathan. You want to pick one? I'm not looking at the article right now, so I'll pick number five. I was actually just about to read number five, so that worked out. Oh, hey, all right, we're in sync. Not this one's people. called the Rebounder. Uh, just okay, got out of got a, that. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, just got out of a long-term relationship. Their Tinder bio will say, "This should have been a red flag, but seeing as you're a red flag yourself, you figured why not? Two negative red flags equal a positive. Simple math." But as you sit that. there in your one good dress shirt and you mention how the food tastes good, your meal will completely be overpowered by the bitter saltiness of a recently scorned ex, aggressively pointing out that their ex was also thought food tasted good. Was this a good rebound attempt? Nah. What? This person is angry. They are bitter, dude. This is so <laughs> specific. So they just telling on themselves. At this point. Right. They are so bitter. <laughs> there was um a friend I had back in LA. It wasn't even he wasn't even really a friend. Like I was trying to hang out with new people and he like I said some stuff and he compared me to his ex. And he's like, "Oh yeah, my ex was like that." And I'm like, "That wasn't needed to the conversation." And dude, this is like the first time I'm also meeting you. So that was a huge like I do not want to talk to you any longer. Um, so I think I, he like a couple other times compared me to Zach because at the time I had not kind of adjusted my voice. So I was very monotoned and my voice was very deep. It's like, oh, my ex talked that way too. And I'm like, this is weird. I just, it was just weird that you're like, it was one thing, maybe like little habits you do, but like, yeah, the actual voice. I was like, mm, I don't like my voice being compared to somebody's ex. And again, I had just met this person. I was just like. I'm just looking for a buddy to hang out with. I don't know what's going on with you. 
I don't know what's happening, but you need to work that Listen, out. The worst thing you could do after getting out of a relationship is to immediately go to Tinder to try and be with somebody else, especially if it's a long-term relationship. Like, you, you, it's not gonna work because all you're gonna be doing is either if it's a bad breakup, all you're gonna be doing is thinking about this person. If it's a sad breakup, same thing. Like, you're just gonna be bitter. <laughs> I also think if you go on a first date, it's probably not a wise idea to at all, unless it's a particular context or circumstance where the conversation naturally comes to this point where you talk about exes. But I don't think it's a wise idea to bring up an ex in any context on on a first date. Yeah, that's like at least like fourth date conversation, because by that point now, you know, this person, they know you, they know you're interested in them for just them. And then, and then you can start talking about, yeah, uh, my, uh, my, uh, trash, disrespectful ex, uh, (laughs) maybe not. (laughs) I hope they burn in hell. And, uh, they go that far. Then you're like, okay. All right. Uh, It's been four. Four has been enough. I'm going to (laughs) go. Four has been enough. (laughs) But you know, you nice, you know, I I like you. <laughs> also with those like type of thing you don't know who's the crazy one in fact you don't know if they were crazy and the other person like left or the other person was actually crazy and the breakup was bad so you're like who is the actual red flag you were the ex because i need to like you you just ready to drop her in hell like probably still get back together for her right so, if there's that much animosity you have to wonder yeah, just like were they actually as bad as you're making them seem, yeah. seem yeah. or or were you, they just done with your foolishness? That's like yeah. you ever seen that Long Beach Griffey video uh, where it's like when you bring up your friend's ex and it's just like, hey man, what happened to that girl you used to talk to? What girl? The the girl who the girl you used to be with? Oh, her? Yeah, she got hit by a bus. What? Yep, she got hit by a bus. Then she got lit on fire, and then the, a bomb came. And blew her ass up. And then it just like escalates. It's just like, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to break. That's, <laughs> like, well, that's that like, was, the, like the uh, like the like the Kiki Palmer <laughs> meme when that meme first blew up. <laughs> and um she was saying, I hate to say it, I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I can see him walking down the street, wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. And people were were captioning it like when people say when people show you a picture of your ex. Or <laughs> when people when people say, didn't didn't you guys used to date? And then you you reply with that with that meme. I just like the the be- last breakup meme I ever saw that I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Is uh, Vishon? <laughs> I, I miss those. Like when Vision and WandaVision had that title. Oh, yeah. like, okay, yeah. him, like in black, like with shades and shit, and just <laughs> be like. <laughs> And, oh yeah, and I then it'd be like it'd be like, "Hey, what happened to Wanda?" Nah, me and Wanda don't talk no more. Which <laughs> like, I'm not uh, gonna so lie, I, the man looked good in the turtleneck, even with the vision look. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna follow him. He I did, just, I remember I, there were the fly. ones. Of him the, with I don't like think the, anybody looks good in turtleneck. There, really. there were just the ones what? of him with. There were. There were the ones of him with the African like garb on. Yeah, and I was like, this is too much. <laughs> this is too much. He's a colored man, all right? His vibranium comes out Africa. Not okay. <laughs> he's he's black on the inside. And out. 
He just got a British voice. We just talked about Idris Elba being James Bond. He's a black British man. <laughs> well, have you heard about uh, like all the people online who call Chris Evans, Chris Jamal Evans? <laughs> and, have you seen that? I yeah. I mean, the man used to be married to Lizzo, so that that's not, they're having a baby together. <laughs> that's right, they're having a baby together. I love that. I see that actually a lot. And there was oh my god, there was a TikTok that said it it was a it was a black TikToker who was like, "Hey, what if you heard that Chris Evans called somebody the N word?" And all these other black creators were kind of like, oh, he racked up enough Jamal points. It's fine. <laughs> and this one person <laughs> cracked me up and I like felt there was like a guilt for laughing. But at the same time, I couldn't stop. There was one that said, he's just pointing out the obvious. We're not going to cancel him for that. And I was the reading through the comment section was literally the funniest thing I've ever seen. And <laughs> it's funny enough. Just, Chris Evans is so sweet and people love him so much that it really would be a thing where if he said the N-word, it wouldn't be cancel Chris Evans. It'd be, well, what did they do? Why that was literally do that? one of the stitches. <laughs> There's like literally one of the stitches. What's the context? Yeah, exactly. Well, what did was they he say? singing a song? <laughs> like that was one of the stitches. Another one was like, he's racked up enough Jamal points. We're going to just be asking, was it with a hard ER or like... <laughs> And I was like, like dying. Be like questions, you know. Well, we want some. We want some answers. Are you sure it wasn't Chris Pratt? I, I... <laughs> yeah, uh, people are ready but, to, to jump off the Chris Pratt train like immediately. <laughs> your cat looks I'm so cool. scary right now. <laughs> he raised up like he was possessed. <laughs> He's a good boy. <laughs> um, but there he was, just woke up. He's confused. <laughs> there was that interview because I think part of the reason why that that spread um, is because there was that interview he was doing for I think Knives Out or something, uh, and it was a black uh, woman interviewing him, and he was kind of like looking her up and down, and was kind of like he had not only the flirty tone but the the flirty eyes as well. And people were like, oh, we know how we, okay, we know he likes a little, a little coffee. Chris, Chris Evans is like such a flirt. You watch any interview and he's like, he's one of those people that are naturally a flirt and I don't think he's aware of it fully, <laughs> but it's so funny to catch it because he's like full flirt mode and he's just like, he's a like, charming guy. Yeah, you know, he's a charming well, that man. Being, that being said, I mean, this cookout is packed at this point. We in, we inviting everybody to the cookout. We got to have a cap at the cookout at some point. We do have a cap at the cookout. His name is Chris Evans. <laughs> there was a meme I saw. And uh, I don't no, know how I we're at. Let that pass. There was a meme I saw that was like, <laughs> now switching from Chris Evans, they're uh, they're like, there's a race war. I'm gonna feel bad about killing t Tony Hawk, but it needs to be done. And Tony Hawk literally commented, "I appreciate the hesitation, and I understand." <laughs> I like, it's like, I like Tony Hawk. He hasn't had any issues. I appreciate him because all the men, Tony Hawk like, is, awesome. is, is skaters, is awesome. are actually some of the coolest people you can meet. Them and tattoo people. Not all tattoo people, but a good chunk of tattoo people. 
are actually pretty cool people. Like in in, in their heart. There's one tattoo. Like you you talking about tattoo artists? Yes. Yes. Okay. Or or just people with tattoos. No, no, no. I mean like tattoo artists. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Tattoo I, I was about to throw up some examples. No, no, no. Tattoo people who just get tattoos, that that ranges. Because <laughs> everybody gets tattoos and there's some there's some jerk people out here who got tattoos. No, uh, <laughs> I said it ranges, Alex. All right, I'm not talking about you. You're good. Don't hate you. You're sweet. Um, no, I'm talking about tattoo artists specifically. Uh, mo- a lot of tattoo artists are really cool people and really good people. I, th- I feel like you have to be <laughs> if you're a tattoo artist because you don't know right. who's coming through that door. Like you got so Someone's many. Someone sticking a needle in you, then you it it might be in in your best interest to to have be, a cool person who's yeah. That, that's why I find such a hard time like feeling comfortable with a tattoo artist. I want to get another tattoo, and I've been looking. There's a place I did find, and I want to go to it. It's called Nightshade. They sell plants there too, and the tattoo artist is colorblind, so you can only get black. Uh, black and gray. But I, yeah, but yeah. I kind of like that. I like the. I do have. I do need to get a tattoo touched up. It's a sun and moon. My mom drew. I got it when I was 17, my first tattoo, and I need to get it cleaned up because originally when I got it, the tattoo artist wasn't that great. He messed up some of the work. So I want to get it like redone and just kind of make it a little bit bolder. But I agree with you. mean. You have to be really cool with them. Um, the tattoo artist, I did like him, the one who did my original one, because he was funny. And he, I, so I tend to laugh a little bit when I'm in pain when I'm uncomfortable, because it's just a reaction. <laughs> and he's like, he was like, I'm so thankful you're a laugher. He's like, the last person I had, and it was painful, they were screaming like I was murdering them. <laughs> and he's like, it was so hard to finish their tattoo. He's like, I I had to step away because they were crying, but they kept going, no, it's fine, go on. So I think, yeah, like the tattoo That's artists need cool. to get more credit. They have, they have to deal with people like screaming sometimes, and I'm just like, it like is uncomfortable and hurts a little bit. I'm not gonna scream though. That's a that's a big reaction. It, the, going with Valentine's Day, what do you guys think about getting matching tattoos when you're in a relationship? Awful. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and from what I he, what I hear with uh, people who have done that, I feel like I've heard stories of people who are still with the person who they got the tattoo with and they still regret it. Um. But especially if you break up, especially if you break up with the person, like there's no way you're either getting that covered or you're getting it removed. The worst I've heard is people who like get like things like, like especially uh, when ladies will get stuff like property of so and so, or especially on like their private areas or whatever the case may be, or they'll have like you know uh, so and so's girl or something like that, and then they break up with. I feel like those are easier to kind of cover up. I'm thinking about the guys who get the woman's face. Yeah. Like right here, or like huge on their back, or get like the name and like this huge thing right there. That's what I think about when they think about tattoos. I had to get a matching tattoo with my sister. I think Angelina Jolie we has a has a picture of one of her exes as like a tattoo. Or did. I think she got it removed. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it Tommy? Uh what's it what was her ex uh Tommy Lee Jones was was that her ex? Tommy Lee Jones wasn't that? Ah, uh, I can't remember. I know she dated or you. Uh, uh, I rem- I can't remember. I know she's dated Brad Pitt for a while, or she's married to him. Um, but well, yeah, um, she was. She, that, di- that's what they, they had all the kids. Uh, no, yeah, they had all the, divorced the, the now, kids right? together. They're divorced. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Brangelina. And they were with, I forget who she was with before him. I think that's the tattoo she got removed. Was who she was with before I think Brad. it was Tommy Lee Jones. I think she was Tommy Lee Jones. It was that, uh, like an old guy too. I can't remember his name. But I think matching tattoos are a bad idea or putting your name on somebody is a bad idea. Um, mainly because like, unfortunately you can't guarantee being like if you want to get a tattoo that makes you think about them yeah like, i think like that's a, not a, a bad idea like maybe uh uh the uh the lyrics to a song that you share or something mm-hmm. then it's yeah. not specific to well it's it, in your mind you think about that person but it's not their name on your skin right yeah because also i feel like if somebody's like asking you to tattoo their name on you that's like a big red flag or like a full yeah. mess normally, of fate or something. Yeah. Normally so that's it's not an ask. It's more like that person makes that decision for themselves of like, I want to have this person's name on me. But then it's like. I feel like that's not a sole decision. Well, because I, normally it's like a surprise. It's like, check it out. It's like, oh, there's, that's me. <laughs> like, you know, that's. Then that's still a huge red flag. <laughs> A tattoo like that, I feel like both should be like in a, if you do the name, fine, but both need to be in agreement and like you need to have like an equal say in that because like it's one, it's my name, my like who I am, and you're putting on you, and I'm not entirely cool with that. I don't want there, me tattooed on you. There was an episode of a show. I think I want to say it was Full House. I think it was Full House. DJ and the guy she was dating, Viper. Um, they were gonna get matching tattoos. And he got his like all on her, or he got her, he got her name all on his arm, and it was in, it was huge. It was like in big letters, and then she got like a teeny, teeny, like pea-sized <laughs> thing on her foot, and he was mad about that. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking. Yeah, like you need to go and and just don't make it like huge. That's his. Not even that. Like that's gaudy too. Like a giant name. Even with sports teams, if you get like your sports team like tattooed huge on you, that's that's not that's I mean, like it's gaudy and yeah. depends. Some people really like their their stuff, man. It's like it's it's a thing. Tattoos are very personal. So for so some people it's like they want some crazy stuff just on their bodies. <laughs> like in places that I are mean, weird. I can, I can only talk so much because I do have well, I'm not sure my tattoos. I do have a rubber ducky on my arm. There he is. Hey. And when I was getting my COVID shots, they stabbed him. <laughs> They're like, he ain't gonna yeah, be right inflated in his, right no in more. His, <laughs> they, they went for his like little wing too, and I had a scar there because oh. the band-aid fell off, so like, you know, it scabbed over. You did um, the right arm? Yeah. Uh, and I had no issues. Everybody was complaining about how sore they were. I was like, mine was fine. I had I had constant movement in the arm, and I think that helped. Uh, I COVID and COVID injection and the booster. I had no side effects whatsoever. I was not tired. It did not affect me. People got mad at me for this, um, especially <laughs> a few people at work who apparently they felt kind of ill afterwards. And I'm like, I felt fine. Um, I had a coworker. Maybe they got mad. Like, her, how dare you not be sick? How dare much, you? Yeah, no. <laughs> there were like one. Your coworker's gonna listen to this podcast one day. <laughs> how dare you not, not be in pain? If I'm in pain, one, you gotta be in pain. 
No, one coworker was like, how are you? What's, she's like, my arm hurts. And I'm like, well, mine's fine. And then we were looking at something on the screen. And by the way, she had never done this for her because now I start thinking it's planned. She, I like agreed with her. I showed her on my screen that she was right about something. And she went and whacked me on my arm. She's like, see, I told you. I was like, you bastard. That hurts you. now. That's what her plan was. She's like, how dare you not? Hold on, watch this. <laughs> I feel like that was her plan. And then somebody was like, it hurts. And I'm like, now it does. Premeditated. Now it absolutely does. Premeditated assaults. I feel like now she she's she would do it. I, feel like. I, I like her a lot. She's fun. Little racist. But. <laughs> I told you they're going to listen to this one day. <laughs> I've called her racist to her face. She's we're we're kind of it's a nice relationship because we're kind of horrible to each other. So like we 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 will talk shit about each other to each other. Like it's like it's like a frenemy. Yeah, it's like hey, fuck you. <laughs> but also, can you help me out with this? They're like, yeah, fuck you too. But yeah, sure. What do you need? <laughs> it's a lot like that relationship. Um, I guess we can like hold on. Uh, we're gonna sort of. We'll do one more. Okay, uh, one more, and then we'll wrap and up. And then we'll wrap up. So uh, this one's called The High School Hero. Heroes in quotations, by the way. High school feels like a million years ago, right? Well, not to the high school hero. This date might have gone well if you had managed to get a word in, but between his recapping of high school debauchery tales, showing you pictures in his yearbook, he brought all four, and his slideshow presentation of his best high school football plays, you'll likely be as silent as he is about world issues. You'll sit there hearing him talk about his peak while willing your <laughs> while willing, yeah, while willing yourself to not look at his widow's peak and hairline that are just as checked out as you are. <laughs> dang, okay, that was God funny. That dang, was, that was that's funny. Just, that's below the belt right there. <laughs> yeah, but it's those type of men. Yeah, at least the female know exactly what type of men they are addressing there. So. There are, there, there are, I feel like there are too many people in the world who are well past high school age, but they talk about high school like they're in it or they just graduated last summer. You know what? To be fair, uh, and I hate to, and it's only because I'm watching the show currently, but I have to admit uh, that uh, outside of Ruin Jewels, all the rest of the characters main, of the main cast of Euphoria are those people. All of them. <laughs> like, probably, probably. All of them. Yeah. Especially probably Maddie and Nate. Those two in particular are probably going to peak in high school and the rest of their life's going to be trash from this point forward. It's why when people were like, Euphoria should be like set in a college setting. And I'm like, you say that like these people are going to college. Name one scene where any of these people have had a book in their hand since this show started. There has not, I do not know one teacher's name. Right. I do not know no, one man. teacher's name. Have we even seen a teacher? We've seen the principal. Have we even seen the teachers on the show? There is a TikToker and I like her. She She's like the normal person who goes to like the Euphoria school or to Riverdale school. She's right, like, and that's oh. another thing. Sorry, we don't even know the name of the daggone school. It's called Euphoria High. Like that's what <laughs> yeah. people call it, Euphoria High. Yeah, and it's so funny. She's like, "Oh, I did the homework last night. You guys didn't do it. Was that an option?" <laughs> She's like, "It's nine in the morning. How are you wearing stilettos and lipstick?" Well, that's become what's going on. That's there. become the new like, and quote unquote sexy meme, but like meme in general of like girls being like. 
uh, walk out and then they're like, oh, right, I forgot I go to Euphoria High School and then going into their closet and getting like the sluttiest uh-huh. outfit they can find. Or like <laughs> something like, that looks like you wear at like a rain. Right, or, or like to a club right. or something. Neon colors. Right, and it's just yeah. like, that's true because I'm like, how has Maddie and Cassie not been dress coded at some point <laughs> when they go to school? That's how you know, they would they would have been dress coded. All of them actually would have been dress coded really fast. Not Rue. Rue just wears like jeans, Converse sneakers and like a hoodie. Or a shirt, mm-hmm. like she would, and Jules too. Jules wears pretty like Lexi. normal and stuff. Lexi, Lexi too. Cat, it's like fifty. Rue 50. ever wear like jeans with holes in them? No, because I got dress coded for that. No, one Rue, time. Uh, Rue wears like normal jeans. You could see below my knee, and I got dress coded. <laughs> like I wore. An That's what I'm saying. Cassie and Maddie go to school wearing stuff where it's like no bra. Uh, low cut shirts or like shirts where you could like uh, see like all of their midriff like, up um, to their neck, crop, top, yeah. crop tops, all types of stuff. Where I'm like, y'all would have been sent to the principal's office like as soon as you got in the door. Yeah. What school We're is this? And wearing here. heels, everything else. <laughs> and where are they too? Have they ever established what state or city they are? I assume in? it's California. California. Same, yeah. same. I'm just California, California, but I don't think they've ever officially said it on the show. No, I don't think they've. It, it look it takes place in Euphoria Town, USA. Okay, yes. <laughs> a place where also, where all kids oh, can ahead. easily get drugs and alcohol at a moment's notice. Nobody has questions. <laughs> well, um. I will say, during my time in high school, I was not always present due to certain influences, and they were very easy to obtain. Like, I had a buddy who was a mixer, and, like, I got some free shit. I licked a tree once. I thought it was an ice cream cone. It was a trip, literally. Um, so I was... I didn't get a split or anything. I, I hopefully oh, so, it did Oh, I that's... Know, so, yeah. Okay, I was concerned about that. Yeah, that's, that's the thing I was most concerned about. <laughs> anyway, so, like, that drug and alcohol thing is actually... I mean, no, that probably pretty, is pretty easy, true. Yeah. It's just the fact of, like... From my high school experience. It's just the, that's it's why people always true. say that they, they think the show should take place in college because everything they do seems more appropriate for college because... And it's, it's only because it never comes up. You never have an episode where the party is like police are coming to the party to like shut it down or, uh, you know, there or an adults around who's like trying to tell them not to buy drugs or stopping them from getting alcohol. Like literally, I think it was two episodes ago was the first episode I've ever seen anyone actually slightly get in trouble for trying to take alcohol as a teenager in euphoria. And it's been the, this is the second season, and every episode is like an hour long. So, yeah. so it's just you know, uh, it was this yeah is- no because wait those people who do like this drugs and alcohol in high school one yes either don't go to college or end up like me that by the time they turn eighteen they no longer want to do it and you're like yeah I need a I need a break I get the college years are supposed to be crazy but like my liver is gonna shut down any moment. Like, I need a not for, like, a few years. And then, like, college happens. And then the ones that go crazy through college didn't do any of that in high school. They had the really, That's true. really strict parents. So they're not, like, yeah. So I'm concerned so the for Lexi. What you're saying is we should be concerned for Lexi. Because she's the Absolutely. only character in Euphoria go, who's straight-laced. She's going to go to one college party and suddenly you're going to see She's going to lose uh, it. 
the tube, the tube thing. What is that called? Mm. Ivy. Uh, the uh, no, the um, no, I know what you're talking about. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Oh, you mean like at the, the party? <laughs> I thought you meant yeah, after. at the party. <laughs> the funnel. Do, the, like, she's going to do a headstand. Yeah. yeah, I can't uh, remember what it's called. <laughs> There we go, Kexan. Well, we'll go with Kexan. We'll save all uh, this for when also, we review is, Euphoria well, season two. Yeah, I was about to say this is a teaser to our 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 Euphoria our Euphoria recap that's coming up a little bit later in the month uh, when Euphoria ends uh, season two. So stay tuned for. This. It's getting good, y'all. If you're not it's, watching it's, Euphoria right now, I'm telling you. Well, first it. of all, if you don't have issues with suicide, drug abuse, stuff like that. Uh, cause I don't, I will, I don't say this because the, uh, the, right now the reports have been coming out of like Dare being like, this show promotes drug use. And I'm like, I don't well, know. But then everybody's clapping back at Dare. Well, yeah, because, because everyone's like, name one episode program. in which you, any, anybody would want this life, like, <laughs> like, especially Rue's life in particular, like name one episode that makes it look like, yeah, this is cool. I totally want to isolate all my friends and family and, and, and be like stressed out and have anxiety and panic attacks every day. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, it doesn't. But more than that, um, but I still do say though, like still, you know, be in the right mental space before you watch the show. Um, That being said though, it's a good show. If you can't, if you Mm -hmm. are, or you feel like you're, you can handle it, do watch it. It's good. If you have not been watching it, this is a warning in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk about it so that you can get caught up so you can listen to, our deep dive without having to worry about spoilers or anything. So it's a little teaser for you. Sometimes we don't even know what we're talking about next week, but this time we're giving y'all a heads up. So no excuses. Uh, that being said, though, Valentine's Day, uh, just to wrap it up. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to talk about some of the like. Real oh, go quick, ahead. I'm sorry, um, Jonathan. Some of. No, no, no. Uh, like in wrapping up uh, as well, I was going to say um, some of the because we were talking about, OK, what do we want to do for Valentine's Day? And. Our schedules just worked out in a way where we couldn't necessarily do a movie um, that was coming out this weekend or whatever. So we decided to kind of talk about Valentine's Day in general. Um, but some of the things that are coming out this weekend that involve love uh, around the theme of Valentine's Day, uh, Marry Me with J-Lo and Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. It's coming out this week on Peacock as well. I'm excited for that. They've been advertising like the heck out of it around LA, like huge billboards with JLo just in her huge wedding dress. Um, they released a music also, video too that they, the song they made for that movie with JLo okay. and I forget I know Malum- who the other. Maluma's are. in it. Yeah, it's it's, it's their song Maluma. together, I think, is those two, Maluma and JLo. Um, sing a song. I've seen nothing about it. I haven't seen a preview or anything. <laughs> it's uh, the premise is that J Lo is J Lo uh, in real life. Uh, basically, she's like a pop. Star, I mean, she's yeah, a pop star, but it, it might as well. She might as well just played herself, to be quite honest. Um, and she's <laughs> about to get married to another pop star, um, and they're gonna do the marriage uh, or the pro- uh, proposal like uh, publicly on stage for like a joint performance between the two of them. And uh, that same day, or just before she's about to go on stage to do it in her wedding dress, um, uh, uh, that pop star she was going to marry, he cheats on her. And the video comes out, like, you know, publicly. And so she's up there all embarrassed. And uh, Owen Wilson, who has a daughter who's a fan of J-Lo, is like, you should come to the concert. 
And so they go to the concert and- Owen Wilson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has, uh, and everybody, all these fans have signs that say like, marry me and stuff like that. So he's holding one of those, but he's just there to support his daughter. He doesn't really care about the concert. He's like, whatever. So he's holding the sign and she sees him. And then she's like, and I, or I think he appears on the Jumbotron or something. And then she's like, I will marry you, random guy, instead of my like uh, crappy pop star boyfriend. And he's like, all right. And so then it becomes a thing where they're like planning to get married and hijinks ensue. And she finds out that, you know what? This ordinary guy is actually who I needed this entire time. You know, it's a rom-com. Everybody knows how this is going to go. <laughs> so there is an exact movie like that. And now I'm looking for it. It has um, Jason Biggs. And I can't remember the actress where he breaks up with somebody. It's like an older movie. He breaks up with somebody, goes to a diner, and there's a waitress who's really, like, down on her luck, and she's, like, you know, broke up with her boyfriend, and he's like, hey, marry me. And she's like, yes, and of course she's more quirky, and he's so tightly wound, and, you know, things happen. <laughs> and in the end, yeah, and in the end, they get, oh, it's called Wedding Days. It's called Wedding Days. Um, And it was actually not that bad, and it's starring Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Oh, Isla and Fisher. Yeah, Isla Fisher. And they end up arrested in the end. Spoiler alert for that. Um, <laughs> but it's so it, it's exactly the same plot. And in the end, they're like, oh, this is what exactly I needed. I needed you. A stranger I met that day and ended up marrying in a jail cell. So it's basically know? like the reality show Married at First Sight. But or I guess more so with the J-Lo movie. Like the show Married at First Sight. But... With a famous pop star. Yeah. Would either of you enter into a marriage on first sight? If it was with J-Lo, no. absolutely. That's <laughs> but fair. it would be first <laughs> sight, so you would, you would have seen her already. Yeah, but regardless, I... <laughs> like, I can lie. If I can J-Lo say walked up to me and was just like, let's get married, I'd be like, all right, where do I sign? <laughs> I'm more... That's a fair comment. That one's a... That's fair. I'll give I, you that. I, I would I would not. too. I'm more interested in, uh, so Love is Blind on Netflix is coming back uh, <laughs> on the 11th, which would have passed already by the time we release this. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will be binging that the first second I can. Uh, I think I watched that. That's where they're in separate like rooms. They're in pause and they can't see each other uh, until they agree to marry each other get or engaged. Oh, okay. Yeah, until they, they, get in, they get engaged before they see each other and then they see each other and sometimes it's like, oh. Or sometimes it's like, <gasps> Like, I knew you were actually attractive. And <laughs> right. then when they're sad about it, they're like, oh, crap. <laughs> Damn it. Um, see, that's my I thing, though, that. is like, they intentionally, like, and that's why I feel like those shows upset me because I'm like, it's still, it has to be a show. So, of course, they're going to hire some people who are just like, they know are shallow. And then, like, hook them mm-hmm. up with people who they know they're not going to like. And it's like, you're going to hurt hurt that person's feelings. Like, emotionally. It reminds me of their, uh, there was an episode of Mary, uh, I forget, I don't think it was Married at First Sight, but it was one of those shows similar to that. Or a 90 Day Fiance, that's what it was. And, oh. and there was one where it was this um, guy, and the person they picked for him was this girl who was uh, very sweet, very kind, but she was a plus-size woman. He didn't want her. And so there's just like, it just was this consistent. 
him disrespecting her. He don't want to hold her hand. He don't want to touch. He don't want her to touch him. Like, you know what I mean? And that she be crying. She was crying and stuff. And I'm just like, this sucks. Like, <laughs> she signed up on this show because she probably honestly thought I'm going to be with somebody who might love right. like me. And instead, y'all put her with someone who don't like her for ratings. And you can't claim ignorance because you do a lot of like paperwork and a lot of like tests in those auditions and 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 casting screenings. So th- there's no way you, you can't find out what what type what type of person someone else is attracted to. Right. Or what their um, personality is. Screenings. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will end this for me as a deny Guerrero. Deny Guerrero. From Deny Guerrero. Yes, and Counter Reeves. Either one of those walk up to me and I will say yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever finish the uh, Mary Keanu Reeves in um, 90 Days? I did. Oh, yeah. nice. I never. I, 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 did I you never, even open it? I, I never started it. <laughs> I, it was cute. It's a fa- fun, fast read. And again, Keanu Reeves. Like, yes, I, I, if I could find a way to marry him in 90 Days, I would. <laughs> Okay. All right. I I will have to I will have to read it. Hey, maybe over Valentine's Day weekend. No, my uh though J Lo, I would say yes. No, my picks would probably be uh Janelle Monet or um or uh what's her name? Dang it, uh Tayana Paris. Ooh. She's gorgeous Um, and smart. I feel like you would never (laughs) say yes to somebody directly, Jonathan. I feel like you No. Unless it was unless it was Oprah. Oh, <laughs> all right, Josh. From you know what? We all have <laughs> calm it down. We all have our people. No judgment. No, it's just like she, that's she, such a specific pick. <laughs> that's so like that's like hey, up there. Oprah's awesome though. That is a good pick though. She, she, she's she's she, amazing, and she. Uh, she suggested that chicken place that we went to when you guys visited LA. And you'll always that be surrounded by Secret Service. You will be safe. Mm-hmm. And money. Anyway, uh, so. And money. <laughs> gold digger. Jonathan's a gold digger. That's, I knew you it. You seen that Dave Chappelle sketch of that? Where Mm-mm. it's from Chappelle's show way back when. And the sketch is just that Dave Chappelle got Oprah pregnant, but like on purpose. So that he would stay paid. He's like, no, nah, baby, it'll be fine. See, it's like, I'll take care of you. You know what I mean? Like, it, all you got to do is make sure them child support checks keep coming and everything going to be all right. <laughs> it's just like. I mean, if you can, you can. <laughs> Why not? Man. But I like it. Jonathan's gold digger. I knew it. <laughs> well, <laughs> where can we find you out? Where, where can we find you out? Where can we find you at? Alex. Are you good there? <laughs> Did you have a little stroke? Um, well, where sorry. can Keanu Reeves <laughs> and Deny Guerrero, if they want to slide into your DMs, uh, reach you? Where can they find you at? Well, I can't give out my address on the podcast. <laughs> um, what can they DM you? So I'm going to DM your, your address. address. <laughs> I was just going to give out a full address, but there's a chance. There's a chance. Um, so you can find me at Alex on Nobody on Instagram. Twitter and on TikTok, you can also find the podcast, all the same name, Alex and Nobody. You can also find the podcast, TikTok, uh, The First Ones to Die, where I handle all the little little clips we show of little interactions like this. 
which are always fun. Um, uh, wait, also, I forgot to, to ask, what happened to Jason Momoa? He's single now. It's prime opportunity. That's a good point, actually. That's true. The man's divorced Lisa Bonet now. So, you know, the, the, the table's open. I thought he With was your main. Respect to Jason Momoa. I don't know if I'd marry him, but like I would climb him like a tree. <laughs> but I would not. I don't know if I would marry that man. He's a little. <laughs> what does the sriracha got to do with anything, Johnson? Johnson, to pull up sriracha. He's just too spicy. It's too hot. <laughs> Look, he's a gorgeous man, but like he's like very eccentric and very like an extrovert. And I need someone I can just chill at home with. And that man has too he much He might energy. be. That's just on camera, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa in the background, though, might actually be like a pretty chill guy. Keanu Reeves just seems chill all around. <laughs> <laughs> I would want the chill all to around. To be fair, also, it's the same thing as when I, I'm still laughing at dudes that are upset that Rihanna's pregnant right now. Because they're like, like, it was they, my time. I, she was supposed to be with me. It's like, in what universe do you think like you had, you a, had chance. a chance <laughs> to be with Rihanna yeah. when she became single? That wasn't going to happen. That was never an option, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, you can just look for Alex and nobody. Um, and you'll find me all about. And where can we find you, Jonathan? You can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. Um, yeah, Oprah, hit me up. <laughs> anyway, Jerome, where you- We're trying to get those Valentine's days. <laughs> where can your people find you, Jerome? Uh, you can find me at not Jerome Rett on Instagram, as well as at Revolution Media and at Jerome underscore the underscore show um, for other things I've been working on creatively. Uh, and uh, if you want to follow us, you know, the first ones to die channel, everything we're doing, content wise or otherwise you can follow us at the first ones to die on all our social medias that includes instagram twitter facebook all that good stuff as well as uh at the first ones to die on youtube where you can find extra content stuff like gaming videos vlogs book reviews many reviews for uh movies we just didn't get a chance to do a full podcast on so you can check on over there to see what extra stuff you can find as well as video versions of all of our podcasts. Uh, but if you want just the audio version, nothing wrong with that. You can head on over to Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. Anywhere. Yes, give us five stars on there too, as well. Give us a review that really helps us as well. Yep. Feel- Tell us who you'd climb like a tree. And feel free to email us at the first ones to die at gmail.com or comment below this video. Uh, but yes. happy Valentine's next, Day to everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, yes, next do, next week. I was going to just say, oh. you know, okay, have a good time, but do be safe. You know, I know uh, some people are planning on having some wild Valentine's Day nights. You know what I'm talking about. Apparently, be according to careful. that list. Like, yeah, according yeah. to that list, especially. So be safe. Well, that, the, according to that list, that person's not having a Valentine's Day. Oh, that's true. <laughs> they're just, they're so low. Um uh, next week, we'll be talking about a kid in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground where he spent most of his days chilling out. Max no, and I'm no, just... we're going to stop. Actually, we're not because I'm sure that's you were, not going to be feel the like you were gonna... No, <laughs> but show. like I felt like you were going to continue singing the song. I wasn't because so. I, I barely know the rest of the lyrics. So uh, yeah, <laughs> tune in next week when be... we review the or at least uh, give our impressions on the first three episodes of Bel Air, premiering on Peacock yes. this Sunday, 
on February 13th. Well, at the time of this recording, actually, it's already passed by now. On, but, you know, also, it's the future. Tell us who won the Super Bowl. Tell us what's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up. It just passed. <laughs> What'd you think? Did you expect them to win? Whoever them is? Uh, we didn't. So, what, right now, we'll cheer for both. Yeah, Rams, yeah. All right, Bengals, all right. All right, we could just cut whatever, whichever. Cut whatever version <laughs> we'll that that in the end after. We'll fix that. We'll fix that in editing. Fix it in post. Yes, yes. All right. All right, Bye. and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. You know what's terrible? My mom listens to these podcasts. <laughs> She's gonna hear all that commentary from me. <laughs> Have a good night, all. <laughs> <laughs>